Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We hit the field light! All daylight! All night light! Here we go! Here we go! Ah! Keep it all! Keep it all! Keep it all! This is the Cleveland Sports Beat Podcast with James Rapine and Daryl Ryder on 923thefan.com. What up and welcome into another edition of the Cleveland Sports Beat Podcast. I'm James Rapine. He is Daryl Ryder. We are your beat writers for 923thefan and 923thefan.com. It's great to be with you. We have a lot to get to today. A lot to get to. We're going to talk about flying helmets and fights and getting hit with a helmet and suspensions and the Browns and where they go from here. And they've came off two huge wins and they got the Dolphins this Sunday and they, they should make it three in a row. And maybe they're back in the playoff hunt and we got to talk about all of it in a finite amount of time. But first, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you can get it delivered to any device you have, your iPad, your cell phone, your Android, your iPad, whatever. Even your your iPod gets delivered there. Not really on the iPod, but uh, subscribe. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, including the radio.com app. Make sure you leave us a five-star review. It helps more Cleveland sports fans find this podcast and, man, there's a ton to get to. All right, Daryl, let's dive into it. Let's dive into it. I want to talk about uh, a ton of stuff. We have to start, I think, with the the Miles Garrett, the scene, Thursday night. The game's over. I tweet season back on because now the 4-6 and six Browns have the Dolphins coming up. They still have head-to-head matchups with the Steelers and the Ravens. Oh, and guess what? Two matchups with the Bengals. I loved where they were at. It was like they were surging at the right time. They had Kareem Hunt. The offensive line was playing well. They out-physicaled the Pittsburgh Steelers. And so I said, oh, season back on. Like, here we go. And then, with less than 10 seconds to go on Thursday night football, I'm going to be honest with you. Mason Rudolph got frustrated. He got mad. He got pissed off. And he grabbed Miles Garrett's helmet after what? Might have been a late hit, fine. Roughing the passer, fine. Whatever you want to say. And it starts this brawl that ends with Miles Garrett hitting him in the head with his own, hitting Rudolph in the head with his own helmet. And as long as Garrett remains out, which I think everyone expects for the remainder of this season, all of those joyous, oh, right back in it, oh, excited, there's a chance now, they can reach their full potential this year, all their goals are in front of them. All of that stopped, and it was wondering about 95 and wondering about his future Heck, I've heard some people wonder about his future with the team, which I would never go that far. But but set the scene. You were there. You were at First Energy Stadium. What was the vibe like leading up to that? Probably pretty exciting. And then after that happened. Well, my story was pretty much written. <laughs> I was getting ready to post it, oh, and then God. that had to happen. And then That's I had... a nightmare for you. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that it, it, <laughs> it was like worst-case scenario. 14-point yes. lead turns into the story of the season. Um, and then going downstairs and I'm thinking I'm running late by the time I get the first draft up on the website and get downstairs. And it's always an adventure trying to get to the service level of first energy stadium. Cause when they built the place, they didn't put any stairwells in. So there's two elevators we have, and one of them is for fans. And then one is shared for media and the coaches to, to get up and down. 
And so, like, I think I'm on the fourth run of the elevator to, to get down. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I, I like, this is like the story of the season, and I'm not even near the locker room right now. Good, Who knows what's being said that I miss? And I'm, like, mentally freaking out. I get downstairs, and I just, as soon as I hit the service level, I mean, I turned on the Jets. I might have pulled my groin, my hamstring, my calf, every ligament in my legs, but I just dead on sprint. And as I get around the bend, I just see a massive humanity and I slam on the brakes because nobody's in the locker room yet. It's not even open. Sure. And it took them a long time to open up. Um, you know, obviously, Freddie Kitchen's uh, press conference was, uh, you know, rather subdued. He got a little fired up. When he was he was asked a couple of things about you know penalties and and stuff like that and he started to get a little fired up about you know there's only five seconds left in the game you know he started you started to feel that sure. frustration from him and then Baker uh, you know they they ended up cutting Freddie off because Baker's waiting and and the final question to Freddie was you know hey how does Miles earn the trust back and everything after all this and Baker says I'll handle it. You know, and then Baker comes up and he answers the question, does his presser. I pop into the locker room. It's like a funeral parlor in there. I mean, you could hear a pin drop, um, you know, obviously. And it shouldn't be that way. Right. Think about it. This is their second win in five days. They out the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, they beat the Steelers for the first time since this- 2014. It was also the first time they beat the Steelers and the Ravens in the same season ever. So it should have been like this euphoric party. It, and we have it, 10 what, days and, to get ready for the Dolphins. We're right back in it. We're 4-6. And, and, it's six, just, and it, you it's had Baker. Yeah, you had Baker in the press conference talking about how it felt like a loss. You go in the locker room. Odell, I you know, I asked him about what Baker said, and he said, yeah, it, it feels like a loss. And, you know, it, it just it was a very somber mood in that locker room and and understandably so because they all knew what was about to happen and that was that miles garrett was going to get it from the nfl league office and he did it took 12 less than 12 hours for him to get it suspended from the indefinitely office. definitely for the rest of the year yeah. roger goodell there are reports out as we record this on a monday night uh reports out that roger goodell said oh yeah he's not going to play again this year he said that but and also i want to note though those comments were made friday morning okay that, the, no, that, that is important. Those, those quotes came Friday morning. That's important and the, and because the, it could change. The purpose of that suspension, I've said this on the air, I'll say it here on the podcast, I apologize for the repetitiveness, but that's just the reality. I believe the intent of the of Roger Goodell, of the league office, was not only that Miles Garrett not see the field for the remainder of 2019, but he was not going to see the field for the start of 2020. That is my opinion. I want to stress that. I think that that was the genesis of the indefinite suspension. That you don't play the rest of 2019, you got to come beg for mercy in the offseason and do the dog and pony show uh, to New York City for all that. And then we determine how much longer you still have to sit out. Mm -hmm. Okay. And now I think what is going to happen because Miles Garrett is going to travel to New York City and. handle his appeal in person because he hopes that that's going to help if he can sit. I don't and, know why every player doesn't do that. Keep going. And 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 handle this thing in person. Uh, and the uh, arbiter in this case uh, is, going to, is going to be tr- uh, James Thrash, who is appointed by the NFL as well as the NFLPA. He's mm-hmm. in, so he's independent. Even though he's a former player, he's independent. Mm-hmm. Both sides, okay, you handle the appeal, and your ruling will be what we will abide by. That is the system the league 
uh, has set up now for this discipline. Mile, uh, not Miles Garrett. I'm sorry, Larry Ogunjobi's appeal hearing was today, as in Monday. We, as in Monday, we we don't know the results of that, and I'm going to caution people. Uh, we may not have news on Miles Garrett on Wednesday. This is similar to uh, a trial in the respect of. All the evidence has been presented, the prosecution rests, the defense rests, it's in the hands of the jury, and now we got to wait for the jury to come out with a verdict. That's I think, kind a, of what's I think ha- a quick verdict would be bad for Miles. Well, well, right. And that, that's now, just me speculating. Right. Obviously, Larry Ogunjobi is going to be decided, I expect, and then uh, as we do this on a Monday night, I, I would expect, I would be a little surprised if we get to Miles' appeal and we don't have a ruling on Larry. Because mm-hmm. Larry was only one game, so they need to know if Larry's going to be eligible to play Sunday, by the way. Don't think he, don't think he will. Don't think he should, because what he did was bush league. The things were. Uh, don't say bush league. It, it, yeah, yeah, it was. It, it's time for me to. I don't things, care. No, no, I don't no, no, care things, that he pushed things, him down. I don't care about that. You know who's bush league? Mason Rudolph's bush league. Well, of course, for he being is. A, a prick in the damn uh, in the uh, uh, post game press conference, acting like he's high and mighty. Right. No, 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 dude. Sheldon Richardson said it right he, today. He, threw, he acted. He, you can't be the bully and then and play the victim at he, the same time. He threw time. a temper tantrum. Because he got his ass kicked and threw four interceptions and was seeing ghosts and was awful on Thursday night football. And because he got hit a little late. No, because... He also wasn't happy he got hit in the head with his own helmet. No, before that. Before any of that. He's on the ground and he's throwing a temper tantrum. Miles Garrett is giant. And Mason Rudolph is squirming underneath him and grabbing him by the helmet and doing everything. And... Since he's a quarterback, he knew his offensive line would help, and Miles Garrett grabbed his helmet. Like, dude, are you kidding me? Stop. And then guess what? Two offensive linemen broke it up, and guess what Mason Rudolph did? Jumped right back in because he didn't think anything was going to happen to him. That's the dumbest thing ever. Like, that, it, it, I, he didn't deserve to get hit by a helmet, but if Miles Garrett didn't have a helmet in his hand and just punched him, we aren't having this conversation because Mason Rudolph is an idiot and never should have charged Miles Garrett again. Like, he did it once, lost, got his helmet taken. You know what Miles should have done? It was broken up. Here's what he should have done. No, I, I, he should have taken the helmet sure. after he ripped it off his head, and threw it, held it up to the crowd, you know, sure, and then chucked it. Sure, and and he would have gotten a standing ovation. First energy stand would have gone nuts. He, he probably would have gotten fined. He would have got fined eighty grand or whatever, right. and that'd he, have been would, it. But he would not have been suspended. Sure. Unfortunately, and this again, it, I, I've talked about it. You know, when I was young, I had anger issues. I admit it. I'm not proud of it. Uh, in my tw- in my late teens and in early twenties, and I don't um, think it's ha- an hang anger on. issue. No, 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 hang on. I don't what, think what, it's what, that. What happened was is that. I'm just saying, like, I can put myself in Miles' shoes for a second because of my former gotcha. issues, okay? I can at least – what happened was is after Miles had his neck turned and twisted and, and helmet on, he, he basically said, all right, uh, let me show you how it's done. You're going to try and take my helmet off. No, 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 I'm going to take yours off. Yep. And then I'm going to slap you silly with it because you're an idiot. Pretty much, and and there was obviously again, the low blow. It looked I'm like not, a low blow right. by Rudolph. No, no, no. And it, I'm not excusing what Miles did. No, I'm not trying to make light of it. He I'm deserves to, to be suspended. Right. You, you, obviously, he deserves to be suspended. But no that, doubt about but, it. But that I, I honestly but, believe but that but that's what happened. This wasn't Miles Garrett looking for a fight and being this dirty guy. You know, I covered a dirty player for many, many years in this league. Yes, you did. Vontez Perfect. He looks for fights. He almost, well, I don't want to say almost tried to fight me, but had words with me in the locker room. <laughs> Interrupted my interview with Carlos Dansby. I'll never forget it. He's like, you're saying the wrong bleep. And other choice words. Anyways, 
So that happened, right? Because Vontez Perfect looks for problems. Miles Garrett doesn't. And, and I think he's going to have a legitimate case here of saying, look, this is not something I do. I've never been in a fight. He's had penalties. That's different. And I hate that people are like, oh, yeah, there's a track record. He's had penalties. No, no, no. Completely he did different. deck Delaney Walker in the helmet, which is pretty stupid. Helmet v. Fist, who wins? The helmet. Fair. But that stuff, this is the first time that we've had a, he's going to be suspended for some kind of fighting, and he wasn't the aggressor. He wasn't. But here's the— here's, uh, He's here's bigger. The, he's stronger. He would kill here's Mason Rudolph he, if they fought. All of that. I know that. Here, Not here's physically the problem, though, him, is, he would hurt is him. the league— has already ruled that Mason Rudolph's not getting suspended and he's just going to get fined. Like they've Which is a mistake. I, 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 it yeah. actually hurts Pittsburgh because he's I, trash. I, but. I, 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 I'm not arguing yes or no on Mason Rudolph. I'm just explaining what the leak has already determined, okay? And that's what worries me they, about they, this. They have already determined that Miles Garrett was the guy that was 1,000% in the wrong. He and was when wrong. It, and, and when it comes to the, the hitting in the head with the helmet, absolutely unjustifiable action that is worthy of a suspension, no question about it. The league also had to, you know, show their toughness right away by their decisive action Friday morning before noon. They already came out, you know, they hurried up and got it out. Indefinite suspension for Garrett without pay, plus he's being fined. Pouncey gets three games for kicking Garrett in the head and punching him. Uh, you know, Lirio Ganjobi gets one game. Uh, without pay plus a fine for you know shoving Rudolph when things were calming down. The Steelers and Browns each got to fork over a quarter of a million dollars because this is unacceptable behavior for the National Football League. By the way, we're not done fining people. We'll be back uh, at, at a later date with more fines in, 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 in once our investigation concludes. So the league wanted to show force right away. Okay, they want it because this happened on a national stage. Sure. Their Thursday night football, two and they networks. read Twitter and they're focused right. on social media and so they, they overreact to, show, to things. Absolutely, they wanted to show that they were going to be very steadfast mm-hmm. and resolute in their ruling. This is what we're doing. Boom, and they did. And now we got to go through this process where you know. The, the, Can I my, tell you what Miles Garrett should get? Miles Garrett has the right to appeal. He's appealed. Um, I think that the mistake the league made was by not giving him X games. I, I, I think the indefinite suspension thing was wrong. But, again, it sounds good to everybody that is on the, oh, my God, I can't believe what I just saw, whatever. I get it. And so the league gets the big old pat on the back for, yeah, you know, protecting the players and, and, and holding players accountable and all this other nonsense. They should have They should have given a set number of games right away for him to appeal down because now – he has to an appeal. He has to appeal an indefinite suspension. So we don't know. Is an indefinite suspension? Does the league have in mind sixteen games? Is it 14, 12, 10, 8? Any of those? Six? Any of those I, numbers? I understand. Eight or above is in bleep insane. I understand. And I'll but, lose. I, but, I, we, but we don't know that. And but I I am convinced I'm with with the, with, with 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 the with the indefinite suspension yeah. term. Mm-hmm. I am of the belief that the league's intention was not only the rest of 2019, but I'm of the belief and opinion, and I stress belief and opinion because it's mine, that the league wanted this to go into 2020. (laughs) And that's why I said what I said this afternoon on Twitter Mm -hmm. about Miles' goal should be 
because of my thinking of how the league is thinking. Now, that doesn't mean— To be back on the field week one next year. Right, and that that doesn't mean that I agree with it. That Mm -hmm. doesn't mean I'm advocating for it. That doesn't mean I'm saying it's fair. I'm just looking from a realistic point of view. If Roger Goodell already came out and said, Miles Garrett's not seeing the field in 2019 again no matter what, the, the, the original discipline from the league emphasized that. I am I have nothing to believe that Miles Garrett has a snowball's chance in hell of coming back in 2019 and that's why I think the focus and the hope needs to be that his 2020 season doesn't get ruined by this. Roger Goodell might as well just be a caveman. This dude he, he has a mansion, he makes 40 million a year and he has a private jet and he's supposed to be this real smart guy and he's an idiot. And the entire NFL is run by idiots. If he if he misses eight games, or if he miss honestly, if he misses the rest of the season, including the playoffs, let's say they made the playoffs, I think that's ridiculous. And here's why. Because the NFL always it, it, it's almost now like they they're so focused on the social media pushback, the reaction uh, from the from the Colin Kaepernick crap that we've had to deal with over the past couple of weeks. He hasn't played in three years, and he's not a special arm talent, and he wouldn't go in the top five or ten in the draft. That's why he's not in the league anymore. He's too much distraction. It's not worth it. Anyways, the point is, though, is all of these things they do to try to please everyone. You're not going to. The pass interference crap. Yeah, the Saints got screwed. It was one call. And guess what? This pass interference rule that they made is trashed. You did that to appeal to the minority. To It's a one-time thing. Well, they don't even enforce it now. But, but they overreacted to social media and this outrage and the people in New Orleans. And they stop losing your minds over something that's going to blow over. Miles Garrett shouldn't get six games. He shouldn't get an indefinite suspension. It is something that this dude reads poetry or writes poetry and is this real soft-spoken guy. He got punched in the face by a fan and all he did was just call the police and say, hey, this dude hit me in the face. And if there are people that are listening to me defend Miles Garrett and say, oh, you're a homer. I'm not a Browns fan. I'm never going to be a Browns fan. And that's just the reality. I'm not going to fake it and act like I'm a Browns fan because I work at Cleveland. I'm not a Browns fan. I just call it like I see it. Miles Garrett did something awful. That doesn't mean he needs to be suspended for the next 50 games. I would give him a four-game suspension without pay. I would also fine him X amount of dollars. This idea that this good guy, and he's literally one of the NFL's good guys, misses half a season. Albert Hainsworth stomped on a guy, got five games. Richie Incognito did the same thing Miles Garrett did, hit a guy in the head with a helmet, he got one game. So the precedent has been set. In- and again, we're not defending what Miles did, but the punishment needs to fit the crime here's and the, the precedent needs to match. Here's the problem. It wasn't a Sunday at 1 o'clock. Right. That's a Sunday game at 1 o'clock. He's not getting six games. It's not indefinite. It's not anything. But it was Thursday night. So when I tweet, it's laughable or hilarious that Mason Rudolph throws up his hands like he's this innocent guy, I get DM'd. And this this tweet went like had five hundred thousand impressions uh, of people just shredding me. I can't believe you. You're awful. This is the worst take ever. And no 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 no. Oh my god. And then eight hours later, the NFL's like suspended indefinitely. It's because you overreact to social media. Yeah. That that's it. Well, you know what it, it's called. And that's what the NFL does now. And you cannot do that. People act emotional. It's the on can- social it, it, media. But you know what? It it it's it's epidemic in our society. It's uh, I get I and. I guess the term is called cancel the cancel culture. Like if you make a mistake, you have like if you're a politician and mm-hmm. you and you do something that's unethical, 
if you're a Democrat, you're required to resign. If you're a Republican, you can run for president. But in our world, <laughs> not that, talking politics. I know, Keep but on. I'm just saying. But that that's what we are in this world. Like if you're if you're X person, if you're X person, and you make a mistake, your life should be over. Mm -hmm. You know, if I if I were to make if something would happen and I you know got in trouble or whatever, everyone would want me fired and to be homeless. And, like and, it, and because we have this we have this this cancel culture that you know we it just had there there can well, be well we no, get our pitch for right there there can be no nuanced conversation None. there can be no um uh, you know in depth uh, take a step back and analyze it independently objectively. Allow it to breathe. No, it has to be immediate. And that's what the NFL did. Like The NFL had this immediate uh, reaction because they felt, because this happened on Thursday Night Football, two networks, it was their prime game. Yep. They felt that they absolutely had to show that we're the National Football League, we're going to protect the shield, and we will rule with an iron fist. And that's what they did. And guess what? I listened to, and I, I didn't pull the audio, but I should have. It was on Fox Sports yesterday in the pregame. It's Tony Gonzalez, Rob Gronkowski. Did you hear this? And, no, and a few I, I, I heard the CBS guys, and I heard the Fox guys, and I thought actually both networks, the conversations they had amongst the former coaches and players, mm -hmm. I thought they were both spot on and fair. Do you remember Gronk? It might have been last year or two years ago. He, like, elbowed Tredavious White in the head-neck area. And it was, like, it was a really yeah. dirty play. And I think he got fined bad for it or something. He was like, look, when you get frustrated on a football field, sometimes you black out for a split second. Yeah. And, and, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, well, yeah, when I covered the Bengals, and I, I, I'm sorry I always reference this. This is just my experience, though. A.J. Green, one of the one of the NFL's— When well, I covered the Bengals, I blacked out a lot because, my God, they suck. Yeah, they do this year. <laughs> no, I see. I was clearly the good luck charm. They won when I was there. I, I can honestly say um, I, I've covered a team worse than the Bengals, and I've never blacked out during one of their games. A.J. Green. Sorry. No, that, was, right. that was insensitive by me, and I A.J. Green in Jacksonville. Black. This, this is the nicest dude in the world. Sees red, punches Jalen Ramsey in the helmet, which again puts him in the headlock, throws him down. Fist in the helmet, just, never smart. And, yeah, and is just throwing haymakers. Didn't get hurt, by the way, which he was lucky. Throwing haymakers at Jalen Ramsey. That that is not something AJ Green is known for. You don't think of like that when you go on the it list of, of star wide receivers. Like you don't think, oh, he's a bad guy. No, no, no. Like he's not one of those receivers. It's just not. So. That happens. Miles Garrett and AJ Green, to me, a lot alike in the fact that they are superstars in this game, but they're really soft spoken. They're superstars, but they're not going to lose their mind. You know what I mean? Like, like just the way they carry themselves. They're they're not all about them, and they're not they're, they're not the biggest star in the world on social media. All this stuff. They're their own guy. Yeah. And, and so, to me, that's what I look at with Miles Garrett. This isn't a a thing that's going to keep happening. He is probably embarrassed and sick because he's going to cost the Browns the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, that's what's going to happen now. Four and six, they are not I going to— I mean, I, the, listen, the, I didn't think that they were going to make it even if he was not, on the but, field, but the chances of making it now without are Without him are—you going to beat Lamar Jackson without Miles Garrett? Nope. That's going to be a damn challenge. That's my point. And so he, there's no one that feels worse about this already than him. So this idea that he needs to be suspended for eight or ten games is ridiculous. He's already probably learned his lesson today. Now, I'm not saying he shouldn't be suspended. He absolutely should. I think four games is right. A month of games down the stretch, it still really hurts the Browns' season. He still has to really think about what he's doing. It's a quarter of a season of pay that he loses. 
But this idea that it's suspended indefinitely, he did this horrific thing. Dude, Mason Rudolph grabbed his helmet. Mason Rudolph charged him. And if he didn't get a suspension at all, there's no way Garrett deserves to be suspended well, for eight that, games. It just it, it is it is ridiculous. And again, I am not a homer. I want to play not a homer. It's as not in my. I don't own Browns gear. Nothing. But this is me looking at it as objective as anybody can look at it. And there's no reason why James Thrash and everybody that hears this appeal should think. And, and I'll go there. Hey, if he wants me to go there, I'll represent him too. You're Cause, not allowed. Because because there's no way. There's no way. That he should be suspended indefinitely or suspended in the next year. I don't even think he should be suspended for the rest of the regular season. I'm not allowed. Why? Because I work here. No, it's it because it's. Yeah, he can't have anyone represent him. Yeah, you're right. None of his teammates can come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. There's no character witnesses involved. That's right. And I don't even. I've never even met and, Miles and, Garrett. And, well, like, and, and, I've never I, even met him. And, I just, I, and I'm going to tell you right now, the character witnesses would be in the hundreds on his behalf. And that's 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 what I'm saying is there's just there's no way there's no way he should be suspended indefinitely long term. I get saying it on Friday. That's fine. NFL can't be afraid of the Twitter backlash when they announce it's only four games because that will be the oh, well, what's Twitter going to say? What are the fans going to say? They're not even going to think about it after this Sunday. So don't even stress it. Just announce it on Friday that it's four games and be done with it. He's Dale Ryder. I'm James Erpine. Can the Browns survive without Miles Garrett? How are they going to do it if he does miss the rest of the season? We will discuss that next right here on the Cleveland Sports Beat Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back into the Cleveland Sports Beat Podcast. I'm James Erpine. He is Daryl Ryder. I will try to be less ranty during this part of the pod. Um, I I was just thinking, Daryl, and and I still... It's going to be tough. I think this game against Miami is going to be a little tougher than people realize. Brown's double-digit favorite for the first time since 07. I think they still win, but but I, I I don't know if they they cover that. I would lean towards Miami at this stage, especially without Garrett on the field. So that that, that gets you to five and six. I still think they could beat the Bengals twice. So seven and six. Arizona's certainly winnable, but much tougher, I think, with the the scurry Kyler Murray uh, in that offense when you don't have Miles Garrett. And then obviously Lamar Jackson going to be tough, and then playing Pittsburgh again uh, a week from Sunday going to be tough too. Uh, so so to me. They're still in it, man, but w- without Miles Garrett, and, and I'll give you the path in a few minutes here. I want to get your reaction, though, a path to the playoffs even without him. But without Miles Garrett, it's really hard for me to envision this team, given that it's four and six. It'd be different if they were six and four. Four and six, digging themselves all the way out of this hole and finding a way to qualify in the playoffs or to the playoffs. So don't, don't hurt yourself trying to do it. Look at you smiling. I'm just Don't saying. Don't you just want to cover it? You ever covered a playoff Browns team? Did you cover the O2 team? No. No. Uh, I was so, around so for it. Yeah, I yeah. knew you were around. I didn't know if. So come on, you're smiling. You're like, hey, man, I've been through the hell. I'm just going to go through Den- it one more year. You don't want to cover any playoff football, baby? Come Dennis on. Northcutt still didn't catch, catch that third down pass. It ain't happening this year. I, it's not happening. There isn't. It's, it's just, it's not happening. I think that they beat Miami. Not even worried about it. Pittsburgh's going to be the interesting one, uh, how that all plays out. Um, That's going to be a tough game. That is going you know, to be a tough They two, will not get out physical again. Here's the thing. Mike Tomlin ain't going to let they it got, happen. There are four wins now. I got them at 7-9 and nine already because they're going to beat the Bengals twice and they're going to beat the Dolphins. So there's... Four wins plus three. There's your. I don't on, think, it's on, a, I don't think me... Miami's a given. By the way, keep going. I just want to say that on record. It's, it's fine. I don't I, think it's a given. I'm not saying it's a given, but they're going to win. Um, <laughs> okay. What? That's a given. They're going to win. Um, <laughs> but I'm not saying it's a given. I'm not saying it's a given, but they're going to win. That means it's I said a given. the same thing against the Broncos. So take that with that, a grain of salt. That's what I'm saying. That's why. That's the only uh, reason why I'm I'm leaning towards not saying it's a given. Go the, ahead. The X factor is obviously the, the Pittsburgh game that's been moved from 425 to 1 o'clock at Heinz Field on December 1. The trip to Arizona is going to be a pain in the ass. I, I've watched a lot of Kyler Murray in recent weeks, and holy crap, is Stunned. that guy good. Stunned. That that team is not as bad as their record indicates that they are. They are a much, much better team. They almost team. beat San Francisco twice. Yes. They, had a, uh, they were up in the final um, minute, and I know it fell apart. And, but. and I don't think that they're going to beat Baltimore here on December 22nd. But I think that there's a chance that game could potentially like decide their 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 season. Sure, it's, you know, I think, I think they finish eight and eight. I think they win. I think they either beat the Steelers, the Cardinals, or the Ravens. But I think in those three games, they win one of them. They they win one, and that gets them to eight and eight. And considering where they started from, the two and six, 
to finish six and two down the stretch and not have Miles Garrett and not have uh you know Murray and uh, some of these other players that they've lost for the season to injuries. Yeah. Are for they going to do anything at safety by the for, way? I think I think they will have We're to. We're recording this on Monday night. Eric Berry in town. He should be in town for a yeah. workout tomorrow. Um, Eric Berry in town? Not you're going to report that? You're going to break that right now? Not yet. Stay um, tuned for 923thefan.com for more. Look at you making a smirk. You know someone's on their way. But, but Who's on their way? Come on, break the news. Ed Reed coming out of retirement. <laughs> Troy no. Palomalu. Um, but they, they've they got... the. Uh, it's Troy Palomalu, isn't no. it? No. So the, I got them at 8-8. Eight and, eight. and I think that if they get to 8-8, eight and eight, there won't be changes made. Fred, I, I, I'm not even there Freddy yet. will be back. I can't think about so, that yet. I understand. I'm thinking big picture because that's what I do. If they were two and eight, then I'd um, be thinking about it. But I, yeah, I, I just I don't, I don't see them winning out. Because can I give I'm you? Looking, can I'm, I give you my uh, my path to it now? Here's here's the path to it. They have to win every game because here's the thing: they're not winning the division. They're okay. They could conceivably go six and zero oh in the division. How about how, how about this for bizarre Browns? Brownsian things to happen. Not win the division and go six and zero. Not win the division, go six and zero. Go ten and six in two thousand seven and still not make the playoffs. All right, I mean it could happen. It really could happen. Yeah, they're not going to win the listen, division. Listen, I don't think nine and seven is good enough to get a wild card. I'm sorry. I disagree with that. There will be a. Well, you now, can disagree now, with it. Now, it, I just it, don't it might think not be the Browns. Happen. There will be a nine and seven wild card. Well, that's team fine, but I don't think that the Browns at nine and seven get a wild card. I think they have to win out and go ten and six to get a wild card. Why? Why? I mean, they, they've won, they've won two AFC games against the against the North alone. I'm trying to think. They beat the Jets, so that's a third AFC North or AFC win. They'll have two over the Bengals, one over Miami. I mean, they're gonna have a pretty decent record against the AFC. So I, I don't. I, I mean, unless Denver's that team. But yeah, I I agree that right, like an, right, an Oakland go. could go ten and six. I agree. Some of these teams. Here, here we go. Patriots are gonna win the East. Toss-up between the Chiefs and the Raiders right now mm-hmm. uh, in the West. Yeah, but what? Ra- hang, hang on. Both, teams, both of those on. teams probably make the playoffs. Hang on. Hang on. You hang on. Ravens are winning the, my sa- winning the North. The South is going to be the either the Colts or the Texans. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep. You Texan- sure that other team goes better than 8-8? Eight and eight? Well, here's the thing. I'm looking at where they're at now versus, you know, whatever. Okay. There's six games to play, and the Browns are two full games behind. The yeah. Texans, sure. The Colts, the Texans and Colts play each other on. this week. The Raiders, the Chiefs. So that's the, four. The Raiders Those, and Chiefs playing. Raiders couple weeks. and Chiefs. So there's four teams right now that the Browns are two full games behind. Mm-hmm. Even though they beat the Buffalo Bills, they're still uh, oh, three the games. They're still three games behind the Bills. That's a pretty good AFC record. I, I I'm just explaining I to know. you the the We're not landscape arguing. right now. I'm just filling in the they're, cracks. They're Two games under five hundred, mm-hmm. they're significantly. Well, now they're one game under five hundred because you pace. guaranteed they'd beat Miami. I didn't guarantee you I guaranteed just, it. I just said they're going. I'm to. calling you, Daryl Kent Carmen Ryder. I've been called worse, but just because they said they're going to win doesn't mean that I've guaranteed they're yeah, going you to win. Guaranteed it. Guaranteed uh, it. So I, my point is, is take it to the bank. There are so Call many teams that are in front of them right now. Even the Steelers are in front of them. Okay, even though they beat the Steelers, the Steelers are still a game. Of, game in front of them uh the titans are a game in front of them so that's one two three four five daryl six 
seven. Half of those teams are going to lose this week, eight, and you said they were going to beat nine. Miami. You guaranteed Hang it. Hang on. You guaranteed there, it. There are nine teams that are currently in front of the Cleveland Browns. For six spots. For six spots. Okay. So not – yeah. So six out of those ten, including the Browns, you, are going th- to the playoffs. And you think nine and seven's getting them into the I playoffs. I think nine and seven very well could. You think the Titans are going to go nine and seven? Do we still do drug testing around here? All right. Let me tell you their, their path to the playoffs. We need to give you, ready? You, we need to give, up. We need to give you the Odell Beckham Jr. I, I, treatment tra- yeah, here at the fan. Speaking of Odell Beckham Jr., let's do it. Let's do it. You should give me the treatment because from here on out, starting against Miami, Odell Beckham Jr. should lead the damn pack with a ton of targets. I'm sick of this. I am so damn sick, and it includes last week against Pittsburgh. It's a close game. It's 14-7, even though you've dominated the entire game. Odell Beckham Jr. cannot go 22 minutes of game time without getting a target. It doesn't matter who's guarding him. I don't care if God himself or Jesus is reincarnate comes down and guards OBJ one-on-one. You throw it to him deep. You throw it to him short. You throw a slant to him. You want the path to the playoffs, regardless of Miles Garrett. It is simple. The offense is elite. The offense becomes what every everybody thought it would day one, week one. It oh, wasn't thought, that until Kareem Hunt came back. I thought you were going to do a breakdown of the schedule. Instead, you're just saying the same stuff you did last week. I'm not the we same know, we, stuff. We not know the what same they need stuff. to do. Not the same stuff as last week. Get the, not ball, at all. Get, get the ball to Odell. Get the, the ball offense, to Kareem Hunt. The offense needs to be elite, which it hasn't been yet. It's shown flashes over the past couple of weeks. Baker Mayfield's passer rating. Five touchdowns, zero interceptions last three games. 90 plus or better the past three weeks. We're getting there. It could be better. You know how it could be better? turning the corner. Odell Beckham Jr. He missed him at Denver. They had a touchdown that it should have been a touchdown, and it wasn't, and that's fine. They still scored on it, but those are the plays you need. Let him make plays. It's not just him. Jarvis can make plays. Rashard Higgins, obviously, now after the Callaway release. How crazy is that? The Callaway release just that feels becomes, like five weeks just ago. Just becomes such a buried underneath. Jermaine Whitehead else. threatening to kill people feels like a decade ago. Yeah, it, it's it's insane. But like this offense, if it reaches its full potential. By the way, John Dorsey, bring bring in better character guys too. I think the, that that would help too. Then this. I, that's irrelevant to the Garrett stuff. I think Garrett. I'm not a great saying it's. It, I wasn't saying it's relevant to the Garrett stuff. I'm just saying, just in general, it would help. If the Callaway experiment guests. failed. I'm not gonna. All these people lose their minds and make these ground sweeping conclusions about GMs. I, I I don't. I don't have a problem with drafting Callaway when they did. I don't. I really don't. Because if he ends up being Tyreek Hill, we're praising him. They traded up to get him too. I know. No, and I thought they reached. I'm. A, I love the draft. I thought he was a fifth or sixth round pick. They reached for him in the fourth. I, I like the pick because of the upside. But it was it was a little earlier than I would have done. Just so you know, just so you know, I don't. I'm a big draft guy. You're lucky they're not two and eight. If they were two and eight, we would be talking draft on this pod. We'll save that for the off season. Look at you just nodding your head. Anyways, that's the uh, path, no. Though. I'm not nodding my head. I have my head in my hands the, right the, now. The offense needs to become elite. This defense is going to give up twenty to twenty five a game now. Maybe not against the Bengals, but even against the Dolphins. Ryan Fitzpatrick, they call him Fitzmagic for a reason. He's going to score some points at first energy. All right? That's just the reality of it. You cannot have your offense stall for two and a half quarters because they're not getting the ball to OBJ consistently or because they can't find Jarvis in the flat or because they're not running the ball enough. So now, guess what? Guess what this is going to show? Guess what this is going to show? If Freddie Kitchens deserves the job next year. That's what it's going to show. Because you know how many coaches could win with this team without Miles Garrett? With a defense that was eh. The Cardinals' entire team is nowhere near 
as talented as the Browns without Miles Garrett. All right? And, and we're talking about, ah, who knows if they win that game or not. It's going to tell you two things. One, Freddie, if he can be the guy. And two, Baker. Is he the guy over the past couple of weeks that seems to be coming into his own? Or is he the guy we saw in the first six weeks that looked like a bust? That's what we're going to see. It's what we're going to see. So I, I guess if Miles does end up being suspended for the season, and he shouldn't, and I'll maintain that even if it does happen, and I think it is the most likely outcome, we're going to learn a lot about Freddie Kitchens. And what he does. Because they should still, without Miles, beat Miami. They should still, without Miles, beat Pittsburgh. They should still, without Miles, beat Arizona and beat Cincinnati and beat Cincinnati again and be right there against Baltimore at home. They should. Because they have the talent to be as good as any of those teams. Fight me. What? I'm not fighting You're you. smirking. No, I'm not smirking. So we're going to learn a lot about Freddie Kitchens and a lot about Baker Mayfield. Cool. If the offense is elite, they'll make the playoffs. If Baker Mayfield is this franchise guy, this franchise savior, they'll still make the playoffs. Problem solved. I'm serious. I know you're serious. So if Baker said- Mayfield is really the number one pick and is really that dude. Well, he's. Th- th- no, no, no. We're worthy of the number one pick. He was obviously the number one pick. But if, if he was worthy of that and is that dude, who's he losing to on the schedule? He's going to lose to Kyler? Maybe. He's going to lose to Lamar? He shouldn't lose to either one. If he's that dude. Not with Odell Beckham Jr. Kyler's throwing to Christian Kirk and an old Larry Fitzgerald. By the way, the Ravens have not lost since the Browns I'll, took him to the woodshed. I'll take Jarvis Landry and OBJ. I'll take Nick Chubb Can you and Kareem Hunt. No, I can't. I, thought, have, they, I thought they were going to lose this week, which shows how much I know about the Ravens. have not lost since getting tarred and feathered by the Browns. That's unbelievable. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. Browns have more talent than anyone on their schedule. Okay. Even without Miles. Okay. I'm wrong? No. So it's up to Freddie. It's up to Baker. Get it done. Can All we right. stop with this? Can we get it done? It's simple. Oh, Miles is gone. We can't. Uh... By the way, Olivier Vernon, when you do come back, and it shouldn't be this week, just save him for Pittsburgh. Why rush him back for Miami? Why do that? Give him one more week. I get he wants a revenge game against the team that didn't want to pay him in free agency all this money, and he's kind of overpaid now anyway. No, no, no. We'll save you for Pittsburgh. Go hit Mason Rudolph. He's the one who took away your, your, your pass rusher. What do you think? I've left you speechless. I, I just keep no, ranting. Right I'm, now. I'm just, I'm letting you go. It's just, it's ridiculous. Like the season shouldn't be over, and yet it feels like it because Miles Garrett isn't out there. Look at how much talent this team has. They have a ton of talent, a ton. They had a ton of talent in the first eight weeks. They went two and six. It, What's your point? Then Freddie shouldn't be the coach. If the season's over without Miles, then Freddie shouldn't be the coach. There's my point. Okay. And if the offense isn't elite down the stretch against these teams, and the Cardinals don't have a good defense, the, the only good defense on the schedule is Baltimore. Pittsburgh's pretty good. And Pittsburgh. Yeah, so two games. Two, two good defenses. Yeah, see, but, I, I but, don't But you think... already played well against Pittsburgh, and you already played well against Baltimore. So really, the offense should play yeah. well the, throughout I... the rest of the year. So if that doesn't happen, that's on Freddie, and, and, and it's got to be on Baker to a degree. Yeah, and that, uh, I have a feeling that that environment at Heinz Field is going to be one of the most hostile environments we've seen. It's going to be insane. It is going to be insane. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not going to be. It's going to be hostile. I, I'm with you, and that's why. I Guess what they're going to have to I, do? I have. I have told my friends who I know have tickets or are trying to acquire tickets to go to that game. I have told them, do not go. Are you going? Yeah, I thought you were going. I, I, um, I have told them, do not go for your own safety. Do not go because I just reading some of the stuff that I've I've read over the last four days here since this has all happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, not worth it. The key to that game is the key to Thursday. Run 
the crap out of the ball. And they did. They were more physical. That's it. You know? And, and that's so, the, you know what? That's the shame of this whole thing is like, that was the first time the Browns just beat the holy snot out of the Steelers. And uh, again, I, I said this on they the air. I, I, I'm not, I'm not condoning hits that cause injury and, and, and kick guys out of the games. I'm, I'm just, I'm making or, or take guys out of games. I'm just making a point. Like when I would watch Brown Steelers, when I cover those games, I just became so accustomed to the Browns turning into the walking wounded and all the players that would have to leave games because of concussions or various injuries. Mm-hmm. And that game Thursday night, prior to the whole miles uh, incident, like that was the first time it was the Browns that were inflicting the pain and doing the damage to the Steelers. It was the Steelers who were having players leave the game because of concussions and because of various injuries. Like that was the first time the Cleveland Browns just kicked the holy hell out of the Pittsburgh Steelers and whooped their ass and from top to bottom. And I didn't expect it because of history, not because right. of talent. Remember last week how much I was like, oh, dude, they should win. I was like, talent-wise, and you're like baffled. I'm like, but I can't pick them. <laughs> like, talent-wise, absolutely. Talent-wise, they should probably win out. But I'm not picking them to win out. I, you know, I, I, I haven't seen them be consistent. Even on Thursday, the offense just has these lulls. I'm just going to remind you. That cannot happen. It cannot happen. I know, his, I know history has no bearing on the results of today, but the history is the history. The longest winning streak for the Cleveland Browns in the last 25 effing years is four games. Mm-hmm. And it saved Eric Mangini's job in 2009. The last time they won five straight was 1994. The last time the Cleveland Browns won six in a row, 1972. How old were you? I wasn't even itching my dad's I mean, pants. <laughs> well, that's, that's a little bit too much of information there, man. I ain't that old. No, I might, I, I know, I might I have added an extra digit to the odometer, but I ain't that old. Yeah, it was, it was Daryl's birthday on Sunday. If you haven't tweeted him happy birthday yet, do it. Yeah, at right actually, I, I, I got enough happy birthday tweets from people on Twitter telling me go. to go fornicate myself, so I'm good. <laughs> it's Twitter, dude. <laughs> I know. Dude, if I read some of the stuff people said on Thursday uh, night when I, I – I didn't even defend Miles. I was like, hey, Miles My, deserves to be suspended – but it's it's hilarious but, but that again, Mason Rudolph acting like he's innocent. I, I go back to our cancel. I go back to our cancel co- uh, culture. My tongue in cheek political reference I made. But I mean that's that's where we're at in society where, you know, everything's polarized. Everyone's on it. Everyone's dug into their corner and their point of view, and there's no room for any nuanced conversation. It's just either I'm. It's you're wrong no matter what. No, you know your mm-hmm. view is or what whatnot. So, um, and, and that's unfortunate. Because I, I, again, I think that there needs to be uh, some flexibility with with people and how they think and their their opinions. And I'm not saying that I'm always right because I'm not. Again, I picked the Browns to go ten and six and win a game in January, and I'm looking pretty stupid right now. So uh, it's not the first time I made a prediction. If Baker and the wrong. offense are elite down the stretch here. Do they go ten and six? No. If they're elite, no. I'm telling you, they're because they're listen. Here's the thing. If they're elite, why wouldn't they go 10 and 6? Now, you might say they're not going to be elite. Well, if you'd let me finish my point, the reason why is because you no longer have a player that requires 600 to 700 pounds of humanity to neutralize every week. That's why. If the offense is elite, 
Why would it matter what the defensive line is doing? Because you can't get after the quarterback's ass. That's why. And Miles Garrett was the only guy on the team getting after the quarterback's ass. That's why. But if you give up 30 plus, or if you're scoring 30 plus points anyway, it shouldn't matter much, should it? Yeah, it should. Oh, okay. Because your defense is going to give up 40. Yeah. Who's scoring 40 on that? Ryan Finley. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray might. Kyler Murray will drop <laughs> 70, might. dude. Kyler Murray's a stud. Although I, you know what, I will say this: there's, there's no way Baker's letting Cliff Kingsbury beat him. And that, that's <laughs> there's, part of it there, too. There's a little pride, you know. This week, uh, you know, we've got uh, Jarvis, the reunion with the Dolphins, because mm-hmm. of course, remember they were supposed to send him to football Siberia. That was kind of the whole point of them trading him to the Browns for what they traded him to the Browns for. Sure, that was their middle finger to him. It was him. a third round pick, right? And then, and, and then uh, the Browns I, had I, to, I'm pretty sure there was a sweetener in there, too. Yeah, and then the Browns um, had to pay him, too. Yeah. That might be the sweetener. But, um, you know, and he admitted uh, Monday that it, it, it's calmed down for him a little bit. It's not nearly is uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? His feelings aren't as bitter as sure. they used to be. Yeah, you know, because it's, it's it, been – time heals all wounds. Right. But trust me. It circled on the calendar. He wants to come out of that thing oh, with a win. Sure, a and, win and a hundred plus yards and receiving, and I'm, he wants to spike it in the end and, zone. And I'm very confident in saying that uh, I believe that when we have uh, a conversation next week, that uh, the Cleveland Browns will be uh, getting ready to go to Pittsburgh with a chance to get even on the season because they'll be five and six, trying to get back to six and six if they can beat the Steelers. If that doesn't happen, you can tweet Daryl at right or wrong fan and tell him to stop making guarantees because he guaranteed it. I didn't guarantee Guaranteed anything. a win over the Dolphins. You heard it right there. Make well, sure you well, keep well, it locked. On. Oh, hey, you didn't hey, let me get hey, out of here. Oh. Remember, I, I'm saying because I'm so negative in my coverage of the Browns, I'm predicting that they're going to win. I ignore that. I just, I just, you. I just, just wanted to. Point you got to ignore out. the haters, there. My, my negative coverage of the Cleveland Browns continues here on the Cleveland Sports Beat podcast, and of course at 923thefan.com. Yeah, check out all of Daryl's coverage there at 923thefan.com. If you're looking for your Cavs fix, we got you covered there as well. Until next time. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm James Erpine. Make sure you subscribe. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Cleveland Sports Beat Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.